Welcome back to another amazing Blunt Letters episode. I'm your host, Electric, and this is your co-host, the infamous Tetrachromat, the Kayla Superstar. We got a great episode tonight. All right. Do we? Who says? I say. You? Yeah. I say. We got a great episode tonight. Here ye. Hear I didn't ye. even tell you. I didn't even tell you the relations I came to on one of the things we're going to talk about. It's going to you we're going to get the raw emotional reaction of El Electric when I talk about French films later tonight. Raw raw shish kebab. I never heard shish kebabs. I never heard anybody cheer shish kebabs in my life. Love shish kebab. Not with meat though. But with I a like, lot of vegetables. Yeah, exactly. With the mushrooms. I love a mushroom. I love a mushroom, onion, tomato, pepper. Skewer. Yeah. It's a classic. You know, I wonder if there's like a, a really good veggie meatball recipe for a skewer. Because I would totally eat a veggie meatball on a shish kebab. I would do just this. If I was you, I would do the impossible meat Ooh. with... A little mince and a little bit of oregano, garlic, mm-hmm. and some onions and parsley. So maybe some other stuff. And then I would, yeah, parsley. And then I would mash it up and I would make sort of those meringues and put that on a shish kebab. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Those Greek uh, lamb patties they make, the like sausages. Yeah. I would do that and put that on that shish kebab because I think that they do that on a shish kebab. And it's like a meatball, but long. But you can make yeah. it short and make it a meatball. Yum, dude. Boom, recipes. Uh, I got to eat that. Doesn't that um, sound good? Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> it also smells like french fries in my room. So either what? like... Are you having a stroke? I don't know, man. I'm like, You're having a vegan stroke. Did somebody light a french fry candle in the house? Here's what's weird. I had some french fries before I talked to you. What? Is it you? Is it the ghost of your dinner? Maybe, but I have the curly fries. This is my curly fries. No. <laughs> so can you like tell the straight. difference? Yeah, I Are can. you a tetra nasal tron? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tetra nasatron when it comes to French fry flavors. Yeah, I um, French fried I, I literally cooked up like six curly fries for myself. I was like, <laughs> trying not to be too bad. But I have like, I'm super. I have like my period real bad and I've been having the worst craving for the worst food. And so I was like, I'm going to make myself four fake chicken nuggets and like six fucking curly fries in this tiny pan. And it was good. It was perfect. I needed those fries. A a curly fry is a substantial fry to eat for sure. Yeah. Like it's got all kinds of peppers on seasonings. I love a curly fry, a girly curly fry. I put it cook. in the ranch. I, I went all out. I was full on period. I put it in buttermilk ranch. Mm. I didn't give a shit. But that's why I only made six. Because so I was like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Done. Nice. Like, don't go crazy. But <laughs> I wanted to pile up to the ceiling. I wanted to do what I used to do in high school, which was take curly fries and deep fry the shit out of them and then throw fucking shredded sharp cheddar cheese on them as they were coming out of the oil and like make a tower Ooh. of like cheese fries. That sounds really good. Yeah, I was fat in high school. Still am. <laughs> 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 Maybe 
people are like, I can fit in my high school jeans. I'm like, yeah, no shit, me too. I've been the same fat person my whole life. Like, I've maintained my plus size figure. Like, what do you, big deal. Oh, you yeah. can fit in a size 18 pair of jeans. Good for you. And then they're like, no, I was a size two. And I'm like, well, we had a different high school experience, didn't we? <laughs> I'm like, we can wear a 16. Yeah, me too. Yeah, dude, I feel you. No, but I used to be a zero. I was like, that was never my life. I was a size zero when I was five years old. Yeah, same. I was never a zero, ever. That I, Unless I was a toddler, but then nobody was putting those pants. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. it would have been too long for me. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the real uh, meat and potatoes of this conversation. We what were you... talking about potatoes. <laughs> I know, that's right. And that's we were talking chicken nuggets, so, you know. <laughs> Let's get past the meat and potatoes. <laughs> <That's covered. laughs> All right. What are you drinking? So get to the important part. The alcohol. Yes. Uh, Whew, obviously something with bubbles. I have to burp at least once an episode or it's just not our podcast. Bubbly. Uh, I'm drinking. Let me look. Peach pear. Peach pear. With watermelon vodka. Ooh. Ice cubes, a straw, crushed ice. That's about it. It's pretty simple. I went for the watermelon lately. Yeah, you love that watermelon flavor. And I have fresh watermelon in the house, but I was lazy. But last night I poured a bunch of the watermelon juice into my cup and then put vodka, watermelon vodka in it. And it was good. Yeah, you're making me really want some watermelon. Watermelon's good. It's so fresh. Like I shaved like the water, the fresh watermelon, <clears throat> as I was making the juice for it, because you know, like I cut it and then I put the water in my, you know, I, you know, I was like scraping it off, but then I scraped. Some of the pieces of watermelon hella thin, and then I put those in my cup and then put crushed ice over it and then made the drink. And all of those little pieces of watermelon froze like little tiny popsicles in my drink Whoa, at the end. And they were like, rad. yeah, vodka infused popsicle. watermelon frozen slices. Yeah, it was good. I should have done that, that tonight, good. but I was lazy. I was busy <laughs> making French fries. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Worth it. Nice. What are you drinking? Tonight, I've drank my my drink, so I gotta do a, a re-up in a little bit. But I had um that Tangeray Rangnapur Limes, Rangpur Limes that you and I had before, and a Mango Jarritos. I got some really nice strawberries at the farmer's market today, so I threw them in there at the bottom so that they could soak up some of the gin. So yeah. There too. Yeah. So it was so good. I drank it already. Where's uh, Patrick? He'd make you another drink. Isn't that his job? Uh, he is watching our kittens, Chica, right now. Well, he needs to come in for a bartender break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking alone here. Yeah. No. Have we'll it make one for Chica. Roll her a little, little catnip blunt. A little something for her. A little something for me. Yeah. Catnip's pretty good if you got insomnia. You know, it's pretty interesting that you were, like, saying peach, because I saw a peach ginger seltzer down there that I was like, oh, that looks good, but I'm going to try something else. But I think on the re-up, I might do a peach ginger seltzer. We'll oh, that sounds drink. good. This is the first planned matching drink ever. That's true. Ever. That's true. Yeah. Ever. Stay tuned for our next segment where we're going to update you on the missing hiker from episode Ooh. 24. Give me the full one, one. Welcome back. 
and Electric's going to tell us about the mysterious hiker who went missing. So you might remember that he disappeared in the most unprecedented mystery of missing persons, like, you know, ever in this area, according to the headline. So here's the update. Pleasanton officials released the autopsy results for Philip Krychik, the missing hiker whose body was found Tuesday. So that was last Tuesday, the 3rd of August. And it says that the family of the ultramarathoner who appears to have died 200 yards off a trail in Pleasanton spoke out publicly Thursday for the first time at a press conference. So 200 yards off a trail... And they had people searching for him everywhere. Heat-seeking, cameras, repellers, people on bikes. Hot air so, balloons, submarines. <laughs> he was an like ultramarathoner. Yeah. They took out all the stops. And then just yeah. 200 yards from a trail, they're like, oh, wait, no, there he is. What appears to be his body clothed in his running gear was found in the dense brush on the ridge top. He lived in Berkeley, but the community has rallied around him and searched the park where he went for a run. Even after police stopped looking, the, like, neighborhood kept looking. So that's pretty amazing. I think we read a little bit about that the last time. Yeah, my neighborhood would definitely not help look for me. They don't know who I am. I'm no ultra marathoner from Harvard. Yeah, he was a Harvard guy. So that's it. They found him. There's no foul play or, or any, like, suspicious, like, anything about his death. Like, there's uh, no injuries. Like, I thought maybe he fell down a thing. It says runner shows no foul play involved, so he didn't get attacked. So what happened? Like, that's what's nuts. He didn't get attacked. He didn't get murdered. He just wound up not alive in a bush. 200 yards from the trail. Maybe he had just an aneurysm or something or a heart attack or something. <clears throat> and fell over. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I'm all for physical fitness, but running has always seemed almost lethal to me. It's so hard. It's like... I feel like I'm going to die when I do it. I don't know how people do it for fun. Like, it just seems like a lot of people I know have had heart attacks and stuff. And a couple people have died, like, running. That's kind of At an early age. I know. Like, in their 50s, like, it just gives out. Like, it's like you're pushing yourself and you're running and then it's like, boom. Dang. It's like, man, I don't know. I've tried to do, to be a runner a couple of times and really gave it my all for, like, months, you know? And it just sucked. I was like, this is not my sport. Uh, God, <clears throat> you know, bless you if you love your run. But, like, it is not something I understand. And, again, I understand, I love bicycling. I love swimming. I like exert. I love dancing a lot. But, like, I don't understand running. Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad they found him. But, yeah, pretty crazy that he is dead. I, yeah, he must have just maybe something happened, I guess, something natural, or he got zapped by a Sasquatch. I don't even know. Yeah, they're saying that the family is looking into his, like, phone, or not his phone, but his watch. Remember, he was wearing a watch at the biometric data to see if they can figure out what happened. Yeah. But they don't have to he? release that. He was. <laughs> it doesn't say how old he is. Well, like I said, he could have just maybe his heart gave out or something aneurysm it's just creepy but like maybe not as mysterious as we first thought if he had yes. never shown up there are no signs of foul play or trauma to the body or any traumatic injuries sheriff's office is awaiting toxicology results but says there's a good chance the cause of death will be undetermined due to decomposition oh whoa well 
guess we'll never know. It doesn't say his his age, but he had a three year old, the three year old child, and a eleventh uh, month old other child. So he was probably anywhere not very from old. eighteen to sixty. I mean, men can procreate for a long time. There's a picture of him, and he d- he doesn't look that old. He looks maybe like thirty something. Damn. Yeah. Maybe aneurysm. That's sad. That's terrifying too. It's like that's what I'm saying. We all have to live. Like you might just die when you go out to do your favorite thing in the world tomorrow. I feel like that all the time. And part of me is like, am I crazy for being that pragmatic? But then part of me is like, no. no. People younger and fitter and more Harvardy and ultra marathony than me have died simpler deaths earlier than me. Like every single minute counts, everybody. Enjoy it. Live life to the fullest. Yeah, which is honestly like chill the fuck out. Or go yeah. running, if that's your thing. Like I said, maybe it's like at least some he's one more person that died doing what he loved. And I don't say yeah. that ironically at all. At all. He was probably like, if I have to die, I hope it's running down a fucking beautiful hill in California. Like, like to do. Or hanging out. Uh, who wants to die in front of their family? That's what I mean. Like, you'd be like, I hope I'm alone so I don't freak anyone out. I mean, I think they're probably out because he was gone. But, yeah. But I'm just saying if you had to pick your dad. Like, I heard about some dude who died, like, walking his dog on the beach, which is, like, his favorite thing in the world. Yeah. And someone just found him. And it was like, fuck, dude, let's just be honest with the horrible way people are dying, especially these days. Not that bad. Dying while you walk your dog or taking a jog in Pleasanton is actually not so bad. But, damn. Young. Young, young, young. But at least they found him. Yeah, at least they found him. Mystery. Still kind of mysterious, but. Mystery mostly solved. Mystery solved. So as far as the public goes, I don't think the the family is going to release any information. No, no, probably not. I don't blame them. In our next section, we'll dive into Let Me Tell You About This Movie. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters. We're going to talk about Let Me Tell You About This Movie. Michaela's going to talk about a genre this time. Pretty exciting stuff branching out into a whole section. Well, <clears throat> so go for it. I don't even know. I mean, it's not even like a genre. It's just a whole nation of films, I guess. Uh, so, okay. Let's preface this. And I talk about movies all the time, right, Elle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you about this movie is actually kind of a small part of our ongoing, mostly me, because I am obsessed and have a lot more free time than electric. Uh, movie talks. So recently I had watched a couple French films. I actually thought one was French and it is actually <clears throat> American Spanish or whatever. But anyway, I watched some red film, this this film, uh, In My Skin. And um, I was just like, God damn. Like, I, you know, and I said every time I watch these French movies, either they're having sex with a child or like, it's just, it's completely misogynistic or like narcissistic. And like, it's just a depressed white lady being sad about something, which I stand by. So I started making a list of French movies that I hated for these reasons. And I was like, yeah, they fuck a kid in that. And that's hella kind of pedophile. And that's kind of, and that's just a lady for two hours staring off into the distance, like crying by herself. And there was a lot of that in, in my skin, which to be honest, had elements I really loved. Like there were some scenes that were really cool, but like for the most part, I was just fucking bored and like, didn't really like anybody. And like, <laughs> and it was just kind of like, leave it to French people to make, a fucking movie so narcissistic that you literally become obsessed with your own body to the point where it consume yourself. It's like, <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. So is it scary then? 
No, it's just weird. It's more like, I mean, I think, I guess it's like body horror where this like woman hurts herself and gets, you know, this really bad gash on her leg and then just becomes obsessed with like, I don't know, picking the scabs and ripping it open and eating little bits of herself and then starts cutting herself. It's just like, yeah. And I see where she was going with it because it is cool that like it was written and directed and starring the same person. But it's just also like, well, Jesus Christ, tell me you're a narcissist without saying you're a narcissist. You directed and wrote and starred in a movie about consuming your fucking own body. It's just like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, that's real meta, man. They really went and it for just, it there. It just wasn't that interesting. I mean, What's it's just like, movie? it's okay. The Prestige. <laughs> yeah and i know i'm supposed to like this stuff but i honestly just don't yeah um i just can't lie i can't pretend because i'm supposed to seem smart or something it's like i just don't like it you know it's not your thing i just found myself bored i was like yeah 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 and it was a lot of her just like staring at stuff or taking forever to do things and i was like god damn it i don't give a shit so anyway, like literally, even the last scene in that movie, she's just like staring off with ennui, and I'm like, "Pierce." <clears throat> so like that's how it ends. She has ennui <laughs> on a bed. I don't know. So anyway, and again, I'm, I'm not sad. trying to say that I don't like weird avant-garde stuff, but it has like no like endings. It's just like when you give me this linear story of a girl slowly eating herself, please like give me some sort of fucking closure at the end. Like, did she come to terms with it? She die she eat herself to death <clears throat> which is weird because i actually wrote a very similar fucking story in high school it must have been about a girl think who how slowly ate herself? Eats herself sort of like i think i was in 10th grade so what was that i was 16 or something 15 or 16 and it was a short story very short story about a girl i had read about i read in this science journal that I read that you could become addicted to these certain chemical, these like pheromones in people. I think it was just like, I think it was just pheromones. Like, so sometimes they say people can be addicted to each other's pheromones, right? And that's why you always want to kiss certain people and touch them and that these pheromones come out in like their lips and their hands. Right. So it was just like, oh, so I read that and I was like, that's interesting. What if you became obsessed with your own and it started as like nail biting and you just like, became obsessed and started like cutting off pieces of yourself and eating it so i was like okay like i've been there i've written this story like i was 15 but cool like i've been there so i like the story and the premise obviously because i was there with her in 1987 or whatever it was you get there you could get there (laughs) yeah so i get it but it was also a very short story You don't think the concept was. I think she kills herself. I feel. I think at the end of my short story, she just died. Like, she just, like, it did not turn out well for her. Did she eat herself uh, to death? Because that's my new favorite phrase. I mean, (laughs) so. (laughs) I guess, you know, it was a long time ago, but I think so. Honestly, hadn't thought that story in a long time, but. I remember my teacher being very disturbed. yeah but i got like an a but he was like wow you really are gonna write horror huh and i was like yeah uh like everything i wrote for that poor teacher was like horrifying yeah well that's good i mean at least it scared him that's what you wanted right yeah no he was like this is great it's terrifying i don't it's like i feel like he was like i wish i never read that i wrote this other story about someone who woke up with like this giant like bugs like in their head oh like the metamorphosis but bugs in your head yeah Kafka, yeah, it was very Kafka-esque. I thought it was so cool. And I did a comic to go along with it. It was like, I was such a fucking nerd. 
But again, it's body horror. So I get body horror, trust me, y'all. But uh, <laughs> it's like, give me a resolution. You know, maybe she just gets, it just becomes natural for her. And she learns a way to eat a little bit of herself all the time. Like, that's cool. Make it work for you. Because I was even into that. It's just like, it, it honestly didn't delve deep enough into her self-cannibalism. I was like, how are you going to make this work? You have a weird fetish. That's totally cool. You're consuming yourself. That's great. You know, make it work yeah. for you. Figure it out. Don't just stare off into the fucking abyss being depressed about it like get to work here you know <laughs> or fucking like eat yourself to death one or the other let's have some drama but whatever so i was mad and i was like Ugh, french films but then and then i i talk about like the professional that leon movie which i did you know i liked when i was younger but then as you get older and you're like that guy's so creepy and there's just this overtone of like romanticism between a 12 year old girl and this guy and you're like Bleh. and Is i just found that yeah, guy named thing Luc Besson, okay. uh, which again, let's put a, a little pin in that, right? Okay, 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 because I actually love that movie, and found out through my fucking—I'm just gonna admit it—through my research, I don't hate f French films. I actually like a lot of them. Like when I started putting the, I started making a list of what I liked versus what I didn't. I actually like a lot of French movies. So I will just say this. I do like a lot of French films, but when I think about adults fucking kids, incest, and yeah. white people on Wii for way too long on the camera and on film, uh, I think of French films and, you know, European films in general. I'm just going to say it. So, like, I stand by it because of things like that, that blue movie, that red, white, blue movie, which I thought was French. Turns out it's fucking German. It just was in French because the motherfucker's so cool he can speak three languages and does films in all different languages. So that wasn't even French, but still was just a white lady crying into the camera for like 10 minutes. And then I read about the Red, White, Blue trilogy, the color trilogy, and turns out every single movie has scenes with the protagonist crying in it. And I was like, of course it does. That's weird. It reminds me of that like movie with the girl who discovered radio like radioactivity and she was crying for like five minutes what was that movie called again radioactive or something like that yeah, yeah and then it's like really dramatic crying and stuff yeah <sighs> and i was I like i don't need to fucking see this this is not what i need i can make myself cry when did right? you put your robe on after the last break, because I got chilly. The AC's on. I thought I was having a Mandela effect. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, you... I've been wearing it this whole time. I, know. I thought you were going to say that, and I was going to freak out. Um, so, anyway, I, I stick by that. P the French have a weird thing with kids, because I was, I was thinking about Murmur of the Heart. <clears throat> and, again, these aren't, like, the greatest French films. It's just when I – sometimes it's, like, seems like every time I try to watch one, it's like, okay, let's watch this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Remember the hearts about like a mom and a son who have sex. Whoa. And he's like young. And then they fuck. And she's like, oh, this can't happen again. But it's like no big deal. Like don't dwell on it. And it's like, don't dwell on this. It's pretty weird. I don't know how you do things in France, but in America, we would probably go get some therapy after fucking our moms. Like, come on, Oedipus. Anyway, yeah. so that was like, it's like, I kept, I feel like I just kept watching these, or like the piano teacher which is also not French, actually. It's like a German movie, but still, it's like, oh, actually, you know what? That red, blue, white movie is my people. That's right. It was Polish. It was like a Polish. 
it's so like, like Kilslowski. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of times I'll be like, okay, so I guess I shouldn't just pick on the French. But it's like, I think I watched The Piano Teacher and The Murmur of the Heart and The Red Dwarf, which is, it's just like the professional. I just started getting this idea of like, guys like to have sex with kids or something. I don't understand. But, um, or sexualize kids if not actually have sex with them. Yeah, I mean, and again, I'm not saying like, I know America's thought of as prudish but i don't think it's prudish to not want to see someone fuck their mom it's like ugh, whatever uh i'm with you on that anyway i'll back you so up anyway and a lot of times it's just kind of like not an interesting movie and then they just do something horrible and you're like well this doesn't make it interesting all of a sudden so anyway um but then i started wa- and so like i looked up the song and i was like okay because i like the professional but what the fuck and then realized he did like the fifth element and like, oh, like did? did all these yeah and like the femme nikita and i was like oh i love that movie and i was just like okay i guess i like french movies so i started like looking up all this shit and i was like oh i do love to like test and oh i love funny games oh you know like whatever amelie and shit i was like that was a cute movie so then after like actually looking up a whole bunch of french movies i was like I like French movies, but I still also, like, I go into each French film being like, who's going to have sex with a kid? Like, yeah. who's going to fucking fall in love with a 12-year-old in this movie? It's just like, because even in The Fifth Element, you have to admit, old-ass-looking, gristly Bruce Willis falling in love with some, like, Mila, who looks like, come on, hell young. something yeah. At best. Something at best. At best, if you had to Lily. guess, you'd be like fifteen to twenty-five. It's like still kind of too young for fucking Bruce Willis. Yeah, she's so cute in it though. Anyway, goddamn it, I like French movies. So, this is a major misdirect for this segment. I know. I wanted to surprise you. I was like, can you <laughs> yeah, believe you really it? Did. I mean, I, I was like, say, can you believe it? I like French movies. I didn't know. I didn't think about it, I guess, enough. But it's just like I said, when I saw something about a French person being sad about eating themselves, I'm like, of course it's French. It's like if you see a movie about someone shooting up a school, you'd be like, of course this is an American movie. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. It makes me think of, um, like, when I watched The Professional and as a kid, as a little girl, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's a movie that has a little girl in it. Yeah, I was like, that could be me. And then you grow up and you're like, that shouldn't be any little girl. That's fucking weird. Yeah, and it wasn't even like, and I will use this film for so many examples probably over time. The wonderful relationship in God Bless America between the The guy, what's his name? Murray. I can't remember his first name. And the girl, and they never sexualize her. They honestly dress her down on purpose to look her age and not be sexual. At one point, she's like, don't you think I'm pretty? And he's like, don't fucking ask me that. It's fucking weird. Like, it's so well done. And that's what the professional could have been. He could have been like, don't fucking look at me like that, little girl. Like, you're being fucking weird right now. Like, think of me as your fucking dad or something. Don't think of me as your fucking possible lover when you come of age creepy it's like yeah like you could have handled it so well because i know you did because bobcat goldthwaite handled it so well that's how you have a movie 
about a dude hanging out with a teenage girl having the same vibe but not being creepy because even like chuck polinick talks about that a lot in some interviews where he wrote about damned and doomed those books that we like by him he hasn't finished yet yeah but he he will i hope uh because they're amazing and he's like i feel like i am a fucking 14 year old girl you know he's like who has more exuberance for life and like knows who she is more than like a fucking 14 year old girl and i was like hell yeah and when i yeah. tell people like i feel like i know who i was since i was that age they're like yeah right and i was like i fucking never changed like that's who i was that's what i want to hang on to is like 14 year old yeah. Kayla. so like i get it i get loving that energy of a young woman but it's like don't have to sexualize it to be interesting and like anyway and even and like even in like god bless america she was even older yeah you she know was. she was at a like legally acceptable age to sexualize her and they still didn't do it at all and it was so it was so awesome and refreshing and fucking love that movie that movie if, came I can, out if you can bring anything ago. away from watching that watch that fucking movie everybody it's amazing yeah it, it is and it's cool. Her monologue about Alice Cooper alone is worth watching it. It's so well delivered and like adorable. I love it. And I love Alice Cooper. She's right. She's everything she says right. <laughs> I just remember them like fucking shit up and being like, This is cool. Fight the man, do whatever. Why did they shoot him? He said it was because he was rude, you know? Like that shit's so Johnny the homicidal maniac. They called the incident wacky. Wacky. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I think of that all the time. When he kills someone for calling him wacky, and then he's at home watching the, on the news, like, reveling in his murder. They're like, they called the whole incident wacky. And he's, like, his hands, like, digging into his chair, like, angry. I thought he had a spork, <laughs> and he, like, broke a spork or something. Oh, was that it? Like, that's great. Maybe Fucking that's what wacky. happens in when he like goes on the murdering spree in the Ugh, it's so good thing. also That's... yeah read johnny the homicidal maniac yeah watch god bless america and you know be picky with your french films but they're good ones out there yeah well i'm glad you gave us a list because there's a bunch i liked and then i was like okay i don't hate french cinema i just hate a lot of it it's misogynistic and stupid which there is a lot of i went through like a hundred of the best films supposedly and I had seen yeah. like maybe half of them and I was like, yeah, I don't like any of this. <laughs> but again, like I do like some of them and oh, the tall blonde man with one black shoe is pretty great. Sounds like a mysterious, like a mystery. It's a detective. comedy. It's like, a, you know what? They actually made it into an American movie co with Tom Hanks called The Man with One Red Shoe. Same oh, interesting. Idea. Yeah. Different vibe, but like same idea, like. A mistaken identity gets you embroiled into like a top secret spy espionage thing. Mistaken Ooh. identity though, and it's a oh, it's like a dark it's a dark comedy. Both big films Lebowski. are very good. Yes, exactly. Very big Lebowski, but like the French one was like in the seventies. It's good. It's funny as fuck. It's really good. I like seventies movies. Everybody looks so different. Yeah, this this is really really funny. Really really well done. And like you know. It's a classic comedy, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not French, but I would hope that it's a classic comedy out there. It's funny as shit. You said you're watching these movies on like a special movie channel. Oh, well, yes. I Well, those in my skin I did, but I do want to talk about cathode, 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 <laughs> cathode, cathode, cathode TV. 
TV. Um, you can follow them on Instagram and then little link right from Instagram to watch their shows. They broadcast and stream like, oh, so it's a live stream. So you have to just tune in or not like TV used to be. And um, they just show really well curated film and they only show them late at night. Uh, it's all Pacific Standard Time. So for me, it is very late at night because they usually don't start till like eight o'clock out there. So for me, they start around 11. Um, but I stay up for a lot of it and I try and I and I regret the ones I don't get to stay up for. But it's pretty great. And it seems a little pirate. It seems a little underground because they seem to sometimes like, you know, just have a little difficulty. So I would say tune in while you can because it's a fucking gem. I mean, to give an example, like, so I've been following them for like a little while. And so let's say in the last few weeks, I've seen in my skin, Most Beautiful Island, which I think we might talk about later, but I don't know. Naked Lunch, which I watched like a million times. And it was just nice to kind of turn it on and like hang out and like yeah. watch it again for the millionth time. It in the it was background. Just yeah. Um, in the realm of the senses, I had heard about a lot and I, I don't think I'd ever actually gotten to see it. It's this Japanese film and it's pretty wild. Like they show a lot of like stuff that you don't get to see a lot, like trash humpers or like, they had like Andy Kaufman's Funhouse TV special. And I was like, I didn't even know that fucking existed. Like that'll happen a lot where I'm like, I didn't even know that existed. Like, this is so exciting. And then like a lot of classics. Like, they did a whole punk thing with, like, Suburbia and, like, like Breaking Glass and Repo Man. And it was, like, cool. Or, like, I don't know. They did, like, they do a lot of Warhol stuff or, like, Art House stuff. Or they did, like, a whole, like, yeah, like adult animation thing with, like, Belladonna of Sadness, which I'd only heard about and never saw. It's super beautiful. Like, really sad and, like, hand-painted animations. Cool. So, like... <clears throat> yeah, like, or Midori, which we talked about, because I have a fucking tattoo from the manga that that's based on, did not even know that they had made a fucking movie. Like, it's a short, a short, like, like an hour uh, animated anime of it, which is really just looks like the fucking comic book, really. Um, yeah. But it was just neat to see it. You know, like just neat that I, I just didn't even know that they had made that. Like I said, I have a whole fucking tattoo of like a scene from that superhero graphic novel on my leg. Or like angst, which someone had always told me to see, and it's like really hard to find. And then it's just they're just playing it at like three in the morning. <laughs> like if you can stay up. So like horror, trash, art house, black exploitation like you name it like whatever is cool like they'll show it eventually like it's fucking awesome that's so, right uh, <laughs> yeah it was really it's really great so i kind of hope everyone takes advantage like again like while they can because things like this good usually don't last they had kissed which i missed which i've been wanting to see which is the karen greeley story it's like a 1996 movie based on that lady who stole some like cadaver because she was like a fucking what do you call this people necrophiliac that but the people that deal with uh bot dead bodies embalming and shit yeah no uh, the you know like the funeral people funeral person yeah so she was like one of those and like stole a body and like had sex with it and shit whoa that's that's intense what was her name karen greeley whoa greenley <clears throat> So, like, anyway, they had that movie, which I'd been wanting to see and totally missed and was pissed. And, like, 
I watched The Most Beautiful Island, which we talked about, which was actually Spanish and American. Yeah. Takes place in New York. It's another one because like I like to watch films that are like directed by women, starring women, written by women. Like that's how this The Most Beautiful Island was. And this was a little better and held my attention more. And it was like a spe- a woman from Spain, like just trying to make her way in America and New York City with like odd jobs and like doing like gigs and like weird shit. And then this lady's like her friend, kind of like her coworker, essentially was like, hey, you can make like two thousand dollars in one night just by being pretty Whoa. at a party, which, as we both know, is a total thing. Like you think like kind of hard to believe but not really like i'm sure you and i've both been approached to do weird shit for like a couple hundred thousand dollars or whatever you know like here two thousand dollars and show up at this thing and you're like no thanks or like yeah a uh, hundred bucks especially in new york yeah in new york uh-huh. it's like very much like that if you're a good looking person in new york you get asked to do things all the time yeah. you could just be walking Join my sex call up in fucking albany like yeah you're just like okay this is getting crazy but it happens, right? So you're like, if you were like on that vibe, if you were like looking for those jobs and your friend's like, hey, yeah, you look the part, show up for me, it's $2,000 a night. You'd be like, okay, I probably have to do some like showing my tits stuff, but like whatever, it's like $2,000. Yeah. So she goes and it's like way worse and I won't ruin it for everybody, but it's like the last 30 minutes are like hella tense and really crazy. And like, it's pretty good. You know, it's really, I just, I, I like that cathode shows shit I wouldn't normally see, but because it's just on and I'm just doing, it's usually I'm doing something and I want to watch something while I'm doing it. It's perfect. So it was great. It was like, that was cool. Like I liked it. I liked that. And uh, there's spiders in it. What? Spiders, like as a plot point or as a character? Yeah, they come up and you're like, ooh. And like big giant water bugs and roaches too in New York. And I was like, been there. Although, not like, she had them in her bathtub and I was like, what the fuck? Gross. It happens. Yeah. So I watched that. But then I also watched fucking Jennifer's Body the other night. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. So good. And I'd watched it before. I've seen it at least once or twice. And I fucking, I hate to say, I know she's probably stupid. And I think she said some really dumb shit. But uh, Megan Fox is good looking. And she's an okay, like, subpar actress for, like, dumb shit. So, like, I'm sorry. Like, she's pretty. She did good in this film. I don't care. She did it. Yeah. She did more. I kind of have to give her props for that. I don't know what she said, though. If she should be canceled, you guys let me know. I don't follow her that closely. But I was like, damn, cool. Uh, and oh, people canceled I, her? I don't know either. I don't know either, but I feel like she said or did something dumb. I don't know. Anyway, so I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe she's awesome. And she, like, never got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just have this feeling. But um, anyway, her name was Michaela in Transformers, and I'll love her for that anyway. So she's really pretty, and she's in this movie as a really pretty person. And her dumpy best friend played by amanda Siegfried, where i'm like you have to be crazy hot that that's your dumpy best friend it's like she's so yeah pretty. like she's one of my like celebrity crushes as far as like if i was gonna have sex with the white girl it might it might be her you know like she's pretty darn pretty and uh, dude she's been in so many things too like she's a she's really good actress everywhere yeah she's been in a lot of my favorite things and she's been phenomenal in them like she was in veronica mars first of all so like she was yes wow she 
She was. You got to watch that. It's so good. It's after Buffy. Like Buffy, then Veronica Mars. You will understand my love of K-Bell. And then you have to watch A Good Place. Oh, no, you watched The Good Place. I watched The Good Place. Yeah, and I loved it. Holy shit. That's like one of the best fucking shows ever existed. It's crazy. Yeah, it's funny, too. So, yeah, K-Bell's been like two of the best shows ever created. Good on her. Um, But anyway, she's in that and she's great. And, you know, whatever. I'm not going to go through, like, her. But I just saw her also in um, the guy who Uh-oh. wrote Citizen Kane. What was her uh, name? What was that? God damn it. She Anyway, she play, She was in a biopic about the guy okay. who wrote Citizen Kane. She was phenomenal. So, anyway, love her. She's great. She's in this as, like, the dumpy best friend. Yeah, it was... Uh, I got there and I was like, oh, yeah, I caught it kind of like halfway through, too, because I'd already seen it. Orson Welles is the guy who who wrote that movie. Yeah, it, it says that. Um, who really wrote it? Herman Mankiewicz? Manx. Yeah, it's called Manx. Yeah, oh. it's great. Yeah. So it's a, a documentary about how he was robbed or something? Yeah, like how he like Orson Welles kind of just was like, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's pretty great. It's a great movie because I, I like Hollywood. I like old Hollywood. Um, it was so weird. It's so corrupt. It still is. Hollywood is yeah. our royalty. So it's for me, it's like the fucking crown. It's like this kind of shit, Manx. And especially yeah. screenwriters who I have an affinity to because I would definitely be more of a screenwriter than an actress, right? So it's like, I feel for you. I hear you. You're coming up with all the brilliance and like idiots who are just shells of a human body are taking all the credit for saying stuff. I hate when I see like shit from a really good movie and then it's an actor's face who said the line written for them in a movie and they're like accredited with like saying that quote. And I'm like, that makes me so fucking angry for the writer that wrote those brilliant lines that like Robin Williams did not fucking write, you know, like he just said them, you know, or whatever, fill the blank. I'm like, oh my God, that was that. And again, like, I think I've seen shit from like Bobcat Goldthwait movies that like are attributed to fucking Robin Williams. It's like, nope, you got to put a picture of Bobcat up there because he's the one who wrote that fucking screenplay. It's like, what a great name, Bobcat. That's a cool name. Yeah, he was one of my favorite comedians, and then he became like one of my favorite directors. He was he also directed Robin Williams in um, World's Greatest Dad, which is one of the darkest, funniest fucking movies you'll ever see. World's Greatest Dad. Robin Williams had his finest, heartbreakingly darkly funny, which he does better than anyone because he was like dark and funny. And it's like I'll just say this: teacher at fucking high school where his son attends dealing with the fact that his son autoerotically asphyxiates himself whoa and he finds him dead and instead of admitting that pretends he committed suicide by writing a crazy ass suicide note that so profound it inspires all these people and draws way too much attention and it gets out of hand it, oh, this shit man. is brilliant it's so good. That's all I'm going to say. It's just like, oh, man. That's an interesting premise. Is that on Cathode TV? Um, No, but they probably should show it because it's pretty great. That's just like me going off on like my favorite movie. 
Because gotcha. we were talking about Bobcat, and I was like, oh, by the way, he directed Robin Williams, and it's like amazing film, too, that no right. one talks about, because I don't know why. I mean, I know why they don't talk about the dog fucker film, but it's like, why don't they talk about this? It's like, I don't know. Mm. He did a movie about a guy who finds out his fiance fucked a dog and has to decide whether or not he wants to marry her still. Does he? Oh, spoiler. Spoiler. Didn't watch that one. Wasn't interested. I was like, <laughs> someone told me. I read. Somebody I know watched it was like, that movie's fucking terrible. Like, don't bother. And I think I watched a few scenes and was like, I don't want to watch this. Wait, but you were talking about Jennifer's body. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah. I mean, okay. So here we go. A little drunk. Sorry, guys. Uh, Jennifer's body. So imagine this. Electric. Okay. Everything's chill between us. All of a sudden, you find out, like, I maybe got in some accident or, like, these guys, like, I, like, go off with these dudes and you don't really know where I went. And then all of a sudden, I show up at your house and I look all fucked up and I vomit black goo. What? That seems like it's alive and then run out of your house. Yeah. And I'm covered in blood. What? That's, like, what happens to Amanda's in this movie so then she's like what the fuck is up with my best friend she's super hot super popular but all of a sudden she seems fucked up and then she shows up the next day at school and is like i'm fine what are you talking about you're being dramatic and you're like you vomited up blood i had to fucking like clean it up so her friend is like fucking like i don't know possessed by a zombie maybe or like fucking a demon like she doesn't know but she saw her friend act crazy and then, like, act like nothing and look fine. And then, like, you find out that Jennifer, her best friend, is, like, killing boys Whoa. and, like, eating them. So then all these, like, murders start popping up in the high school. But you know as the as the viewer that it's Jennifer. And then her best friend's like, what the fuck? And then it's her dealing with the fact that her best friend is like, yeah... I'm, like, eating people and murdering them to be strong and invincible. And she can, like, cut herself or burn herself and, like, nothing happens. It just heals, like, Wolverine. She's, like, and she says, like, this is some X-Men shit. So it's, like, yeah. It's, like, someone's best friend dealing with the fact of, like, me coming to you and being, like, so I've got to kill people to survive and be invincible, but I'm invincible. And I'm a demon. Like, what would you do? So in the movie, it's, like, what would you do? I would join forces with her and just kill shitty people and, like, be stoked. But that's not what this nerd does. She's like, oh, no, you're killing innocent people. Is she killing innocent people or dicks? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't say. I mean, she's killing, like, idiotic dudes, you know? It's like, she's killing, like, weird emo dudes and jocks and stuff. So, like, I mean, probably innocent. I mean, yeah, innocent, but... Okay, like, yes, innocent, but maybe you could talk your friend into being all Dexter and, like, just kill, like, bad people. Yeah. Like, like wouldn't Dexter. you become my friend and be like, hey, let's find a bunch of pedophiles and, and rapists and, like, murderers and you can eat them? And I'd be like, thank you. That's very helpful. But instead, she's I... like, I gotta kill you. You're evil. Even though it's not even her fault. So she, anyway, ki- it's she a doesn't great... try to get her, like, exercise or anything? Nah, she just killed her. And even like, I mean, so here's the thing. Jennifer gets kidnapped by Satanists who kill her and and like kill her so that they could be famous. 
And it's this band that gets famous after she's dead. And so to her, she was killed by a bunch of misogynist assholes for fame and fortune. And now she's alive and all she has to do is kill men or kill whoever she wants to stay alive and be like in invincible. It's like, it's not her fault. I honestly feel a lot for Jennifer and it's like, it's just, she was killing kind of innocent dudes. So if she could have just worked with her best friend a little, maybe they could have like, you know, that came up with a solution. My next question is, so she is killing people to become invincible, but is she dead? Like, is she the demon now? Yes. So if she doesn't kill people, she'll die. She she starts to look like shit, and she starts to, like, look more and more like she's gonna die unless she kills someone. So it's like her food. She's like a zombie vampire demon lady who needs to, like, kill people to survive. Got it. So... That sounds pretty cool. my best friend... I mean, you're vegetarian, but it's like, come on. If you're not vegetarian, don't even tell me I can't kill people to eat. But anyway, I think I think they could have come to a different conclusion. But I think she was like, you're evil, you're a bad. And she said changed. Like, I guess she had been become more of an asshole. But it's like, anyway, spoiler alert. You're like not convinced. <laughs> spoiler no, alert, no. she's more of an I just think if it was you, like, I would just kill you. I'd be like, we've got to work on this. Like. Like, You're being kind of evil. Do you, like, either I gotta kill you, you gotta change. And you'd be like, alright. Probably. I'm very mercurial like that. I'd be like, okay, let's dexter it up in this beach. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting movie. But it's a good movie. movie. It's good, Do you though. think it's I good. can watch it, you said? Because, like, I haven't watched yeah. it because I saw the preview and was like, this looks scary. No. I'm not gonna watch it. No, it's funny. It's a funny movie. It's comedy. It's like a, it's a dark comedy. It's not that scary. Like, some of the grossest parts of her, like, throwing up a bunch of black shit. And you're like, well, that's hella fake. Or, like, like you know when it's coming. And a lot of it's off screen. They don't show a lot of gore. So you'll probably that's like cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay I think you think it, And it's funny. It's very lighthearted. Like, they make jokes and shit. Are you wondering what to get your loved ones for insert holiday? Well, nothing says I love you like a homemade gift with a personal touch. Why not get the Nail Clippings Jar Home Kit and make your gift from scratch? Just use the sterilized nail clippers included in your kit and go to town on any and all available digits. Store them forever in a stunning crystal jam jar using the self-adhering label to let your special someone know just who gave them the gift of ultimate trust not to use your body parts for hexing, binding, bewitching, Conjuring the dead or taking absolute power over you using witchcraft. Comes in three sizes for all occasions. Can be used for hair, teeth, and other treasured keepsakes, too. Surprise the shit out of your favorite people this year with the gift of nail clipping jar home kit. From the makers of Homebrew Urine Sample Kit and Pooper. Welcome back. We're going to have Electric tell me all about Suicide Squad because I don't give a shit about spoilers. What I I was going to say was you have to remember that like I've been reading comic books since I was a little kid, which is a very long time ago because I'm older than a lot of people. And uh, Okay. So not only is it not going to be a spoiler, but even if it's different than the comics, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I would so obviously watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've watched every single superhero movie that's ever come out because I don't care if I already know how Superman became Superman. I'm going to watch it, like, three different times. And Smallville. I know you like Smallville, too. 
I fucking love Smallville. I don't even like Superman that much, but I like Smallville a lot. Good stuff. Anyway, so go ahead. Spoil away. I don't give a shit. Spoiler alert, everybody. If you spoiler alert. Hear- if you want to watch Suicide Squad 2, this is your spoiler warning. So, I did not watch Suicide Squad 1. So, I'm just going to start with that. I tried to watch it in Mexico, but Netflix was in Spanish and I got interrupted because people wanted to go to the beach. So, this is my introdu- introduction to them. And I didn't. Introduction. I didn't expect it to be so gory, but boy, is this movie super gory. Really, really, really a lot of head explodey from the jump. And head explodey is really, for me, easier tolerated in an animation. So it was pretty gross. But it was also kind of fun. There's like a major misdirect at the beginning. And like, I really didn't even know that there was a Suicide Squad too. So I didn't expect like any of the particular main characters to be there so when they introduce this like team i'm like oh this person's in that movie it's like idris elba or idris elba excuse me and um a shark man who is played by i think vin diesel or like someone else no sylvester stallone is the shark guy and uh, then there's some people that are probably cool, but I don't know who they are. And then there's um, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. So those are the characters that I knew. And they are on a mission to go destroy this Project Starfish, like alien life form that comes to Earth and is being harnessed by like a South American government. And my geography is not good enough to know if this is a real country or not because I'm not good at geography. (laughs) But this Black Ops team of, like, Suicide Squad are being sent to destroy, like, all the lab and the evidence and everything. And Idris Elba is doing it because he doesn't want his daughter to get killed in jail. But he and his daughter have a really terrible relationship. And I was like, why wouldn't he just be, like just die i guess it's like a parental instinct but he seemed like he hated her i was surprised he was like i'll do this to save her life it was a weird setup my favorite my favorite character was the shark guy and oh viola davis is also in this movie as like the director of the government and she's super good in it because she's good in everything she does (laughs) so duh But there's this great scene where they're doing, like, the rundown of the mission. And everybody's, like, sitting in an auditorium asking questions. And the shark guy raises his hand and is all, hand. And Viola Davis is like, yes, that is your hand. Very good. Okay, we're moving. And I was like, (laughs) I wonder what that was like for her in the read. Just being like, yes, that is your hand. So like Sylvester Stallone (laughs) in like a shark costume because I don't know how they do the reads but in my imagination he's wearing a shark costume the entire time. I don't think he's wearing a shark costume. (laughs) So, So anyways, yeah, they go, they destroy along the way. There's a lot of mishaps because they're villains, not heroes. So they always accidentally do the wrong thing which is kind of funny and chaotic even if it's violent and gross to watch there's a lot of like yeah head explodey blood 
slicing through skulls, explosions, action movie stuff. There's also who made some you, cool. Who made you watch this? Because we didn't see the first one. Oh, um, my roommate slash partner's father was like, "Hey, do you guys want to hang out and watch Suicide Squad two tonight?" And I was like, you know, trying to be cool and. Patrick and I had said we're going to watch a movie and here was a movie being offered to us. So I was like, sure. I know Harley Quinn and DC, but I didn't know like anything about the Suicide Squad movies at all. Mm -hmm. But anyways, my favorite part was the villain, which is a giant starfish from space who like scooges out little tiny starfish out of its armpit that's shaped like a vagina and kind of looks like an outer space vagina because it has so many layers of skin it almost looks like i don't know like gills or like an accordion or like you know like a fucking fish so yeah and then the starfish babies attached to the face of the host and so it creates like all these starfish zombies which is pretty scary because i'm scared of zombies and like there's a military aspect to them so they're like mobilized starfish yeah i was like man this is a ridiculous like villain because it really is a giant starfish walking through like a town and destroying buildings, but also terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like if this really was an alien from outer space, which it could and aliens could be anything, anything. We don't know aliens from anybody. I would be fucking freaked out, <laughs> you know, so that part was scary. And then also there's a girl that controls rats. She's called Rat Catcher 2. And she's pretty sweet. She's like the heart of the movie. You know, she's always like trying to befriend people. And she has a pet rat. And the rat's really friendly as well. And she sleeps a lot. Which I really respect. Because I love sleeping. So, it was cool. Idris Elba's hot in it the entire time. There's not a time where he doesn't seem hot at all. all. (sighs) Yeah. I hate that I hate his music though. Uh, it's like my yeah. husband. It's like you're so hot, but I hate your music. From what I understand, and this is my impression of Idris Elba, and I've never met him, so you know, whatever. But I heard he's kind of like a frat guy, kind of like a gross. Yeah, I bet. And he, uh, you know what? I'm gonna get into it because it's so depressing. Yeah, he seems he, he's, he seems douchey, but whatever. So are a lot of pretty people, like my husband. So. Um, probably great in bed. I don't want to talk to him about anything intellectual. And he's good in the movie. He's funny in the movie, too. Yeah, he's a DJ. So, anyway, um, he's a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good to look at, but, man. Oh, well, anyway, they can't all be Robert Downey Jr. Long and the short of the movie is Harley Quinn is the recurring star of the movie yeah. and she takes down the star she's great yeah yeah that's great i love her i love her i hope and she wants i hope please make tank girl please be tank girl make tank girl make it awesome like it should have been she really has the face for tank girl too her <laughs> eyes and she mouth are attitude. so expressive any yeah. pretty fucking girl who's tough enough could be her but it's like you gotta have the attitude yeah and if you can be harley she- quinn you can be tank girl and she loves well, Tank Girl. Well, you know, 
That shark guy is in the Harley Quinn animated show, and that's Ron Funches. And for a second, I was really hoping yes. Ron Funches was going to be the the voice of the shark. But this Dude, shark is definitely that. the Harley I've been Quinn. Real good things about the Harley Quinn. I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, it's really good. HBO Max. I don't have that. I think is why I haven't seen it. I have to fire stick that shit because fire stick is anarchy. It's the true chaos of the internet. Here's the thing. We pay for fucking HBO in our cable already. Yeah. We have it on demand, but it's not the same thing as Max. So there's certain things we can watch on demand with HBO, but if we want to watch like those new movies that come out on HBO Max, we can't watch them. They mm. want us to pay more. So fucked up. It's our cable provider. It's bullshit. In Xfinity, you suck shit. Take that. Well, anyway. I really like the shark. He's not as funny as the animated version, but he is funny in that he's so stupid. And he yeah. has lines like, bird. And there's a bird. <laughs> and you're just like, it's funny because it's a shark. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I to... I'd watch but it. I'm not I'd watch rush. it again. Yeah, it's not a rush movie. It's a superhero movie. It it's one of those movies I wait till Omar comes and he's like, you've seen that yet? And then we watch a whole bunch of superhero stuff and then I'm happy. And I got my film. Yeah. And then I watch my weird shit like ladies eating their own fucking arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gone and yeah. Blood for Dracula with Udo Kier, you know? It's like, sounds good though. Well, I'll check it out eventually. I think it's worth it. What to watch again. I love me some Harley Quinn. I'm not going to lie. I would watch that girl in almost anything, except I tried to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was so fucking bored, and she was in it, but I don't care. She's barely boring. in it. The movie's yeah. so boring. The fight scene is good, but that's the only scene. I don't think I got that far. Like, it's at the end. Some misogynistic bullshit I don't care about. And I even, like I said, I love Hollywood stuff, but she was dumb. That's us telling you about movies. This is a whole damn episode of talking about movies. Burr, 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 if there is a movie that you want us to review, let us know in our DM or on Instagram at the Blunt Letters because we will do it. We'll do any movie you ask us to watch. We'll do it. Yeah, even terrible like ones. Yeah. Give it to us. Let us know. What, what should we see? What do you want to hear us talk about? All seven of you. Come on. Someone's got to have an opinion out there. Maybe you don't. Maybe you aren't the kind of people that have opinions. But if you do, hit us up. We'll watch the thing on the video. Link in the show notes. Bop, 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 bop. Airhorn episode. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. We're about to say goodbye to you because we've been talking about movies all night, and now I want popcorn. So be sure to hit your concession stand on the way out. And by the concession stand, we mean your kitchen at your house. (laughs) (laughs) If you have anything you want to send us, like I said earlier, please DM us. Otherwise, just keep listening because we really appreciate you guys. And we do see that our listenership is growing since we are now available on a bigger platform. Those Except guys. for Apple, which we're still waiting on. 
Come on, like, apples. You can, you can find. How do you like those on. apples? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like those apples. Not when they're being apples. About I it. like Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and Anchor, of course. So be sure to check us out there. Seriously, guys. We love you and have a wonderful movie-filled week till we see you next whatever day this is. <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday.
Okay. Everything's chill between us. All of a sudden, you find out, like, I maybe got in some accident or, like, these guys, like, I, like, go off with these dudes and you don't really know where I went. And then all of a sudden, I show up at your house and I look all fucked up and I vomit black goo. What? That seems like it's alive and then run out of your house. Yeah. And I'm covered in blood. That's what? like what happens to Amanda in this movie. So then she's like, what the fuck is up with my best friend? She's super hot, super popular, but all of a sudden she seems fucked up. And then she shows up the next day at school and is like, I'm fine. What are you talking about? You're being dramatic. And you're like, you vomited up blood. I had to fucking like clean it up. So her friend is like fucking like, I don't know, possessed by a zombie maybe or like fucking a demon yeah. like she doesn't know but she saw her friend act crazy and then like act like nothing and look fine and then like you find out that jennifer her best friend is like killing boys Whoa. and like eating them so then all these like murders start popping up in the high school but you know as the as the viewer that it's jennifer and then her best friend's like what the fuck and then it's her dealing with the fact that her best friend is like yeah i'm like eating people and murdering them to be strong and invincible and she can like cut herself or burn herself and like nothing happens it just heals like wolverine she's like and she says like this is some x-men shit so it's like yeah, it's like someone's best friend dealing with the fact of like me coming to you and being like, so I've got to kill people to survive and be invincible, but I'm invincible. And I'm a Whoa. demon. Like, what would you do? So in the movie, it's like, what would you do? I would join forces with her and just kill shitty people and like be stoked. But that's not what this nerd does. She's like, oh no, you're killing innocent people. Is she killing innocent people or dicks? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't say. I mean, she's killing white men, so 50-50? <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> I mean, she's killing, like, idiotic dudes, you know? It's like, she's killing, like, weird emo dudes and jocks and stuff. So, like, I mean, probably innocent, but, I mean, yeah, innocent, but... Okay, like, yes, innocent, but maybe you could talk your friend into being all Dexter and, like, just kill, like, bad people. Yeah. Like, like wouldn't Dexter. you become my friend and be like, hey, let's find a bunch of pedophiles and, and rapists and, like, murderers and you can eat them? And I'd be like, thank you. That's very helpful. But instead, she's I... like, I gotta kill you. You're evil. Even though it's not even her fault. So she, anyway, t- it's she a doesn't great... try to get her, like, exercise or anything? Nah, she just kills her. Uh... And even, like, I mean, so here's the thing. Jennifer gets kidnapped by Satanists who kill her and were, and like kill her so that they could be famous. And it's this band that gets famous after she's dead. And so to her, she was killed by a bunch of misogynist assholes for fame and fortune. And now she's alive and all she has to do is kill men or kill whoever she wants to stay alive and be like in invincible. It's like, it's not her fault I honestly feel a lot for Jennifer and it's like, it's just, she was killing kind of innocent dudes. So if she could have just worked with her best friend a little, maybe they could have like, you know, that came up with a solution. 
my next question is so she is killing people to become invincible but is she dead like is she the demon now yes so she doesn't kill people she'll die she she starts to look like shit and she starts to like look more and more like she's gonna die unless she kills someone so it's like her food she's like a zombie vampire demon lady who needs to like kill people to survive got it so that sounds pretty cool my best friend I mean, you're vegetarian, but it's like, come on. If you're not vegetarian, don't even tell me I can't kill people to eat. Yeah. But anyway, I think it, I think they could have come to a different conclusion, but I think she was like, you're evil, you're a bad... And she said changed. Like, I guess she had been become more of an asshole, but it's like... Anyway. Spoiler you're alert. like not convinced. <laughs> Spoiler no, alert, no. she's more. Of an I just asshole. think if it was you, like I would just kill you. I'd be like, Lou, we've got to work on this. Like, yeah, like, you're being kind of evil. Do you like either? I got to kill you. You got to change. And you'd be like, all right. Probably, I'm very mercurial like that. I'd be like, okay, let's dexter it up in this beach. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's an interesting. But it's a good movie. movie. It's good. Do you though. think it's I can good. watch it? You said because like I haven't watched yeah. it because I saw the preview and was like, "This looks scary." No, I'm not gonna watch it. No, it's funny. It's a funny movie. It's comedy. It's like a it's a dark comedy. It's not that scary. Like some of the grossest parts of her like throwing up a bunch of black shit, and you're like, "Well, that's hella fake." Or like, like you know when it's coming, and a lot of it's off screen. They don't show a lot of gore, so you'll probably that's like cool. it. Yeah, yeah okay I think you think, it, and it's funny. It's very lighthearted. Like they make jokes and shit while shit's happening. I just watched. I'm not going to review it, so maybe I shouldn't tell you. But I'll just tell you. I watched the Suicide Squad last night. Oh shit! Okay, hold on. I got to pee so bad. Okay, go. Okay. Maybe you should review it. Okay. period you know how it is uh, it's all good wants to come it's gonna come um so why don't um, you want to review suicide squad but did you watch it yet yes but i don't care about spoilers yes you I have watched it no oh. i'm sorry i didn't watch it but i don't care about spoilers so okay i'll tell you you didn't watch okay, half the shit i just talked about i know but I don't care about I feel like the whole episode is me, you know? You watch a lot of movies, so it's like you talk about the movies and then I ask you questions about them. But Suicide Squad is something that you would actually watch, so I don't want to like fuck yes. it up if you're like... No, 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 no. I don't care about that. Plus, you have to remember. So let's just start this. Welcome back. 
We're going to have Electric tell me all about Suicide Squad because I don't give a shit about spoilers. What I I was going to say was you have to remember that like I've been reading comic books since I was a little kid, which is very long time ago because I'm older than a lot of people. And uh, okay. So not only is it not going to be a spoiler, but even if it's different than the comics, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I would so obviously watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've watched every single superhero movie that's ever come out because I don't care if I already know how Superman became Superman. I'm going to watch it, like, three different times. And Smallville. I know you like Smallville, too. I fucking love Smallville. I don't even like Superman that much, but I like Smallville a lot. Good stuff. Anyway, so go ahead. Spoil away. I don't give a shit. Spoiler alert, everybody. If you spoiler didn't alert. See it- if you want to watch Suicide Squad 2, this is your spoiler warning. So, I did not watch Suicide Squad 1. So, oh, I'm just going to start with that. I tried yeah. to watch it in Mexico, but Netflix was in Spanish. And I got interrupted because people wanted to go to the beach. So, um, this is my introdu- introduction to them. Introduction. And I didn't interdiction i didn't <laughs> expect it to be so gory but boy is this movie yeah. super gory really yeah. really really a lot of head explodey from the jump mm-hmm. and head explodey is really for me easier tolerated in an animation so it was pretty gross but it was also kind of fun there's like a major misdirect at the beginning and like i really didn't even know that there was a suicide squad too so i didn't expect like any of the particular main characters to be there so when they (laughs) introduced this like team i'm like oh this person's in that movie it's like idris elba or idris elba excuse me Mm -hmm. and um a shark man who is played by I think Vin Diesel or like someone else. No, Sylvester Stallone is the shark guy. And uh, then there's some people that are probably cool, but I don't know who they are. And then there's um, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. So those are the characters that I knew. And they are on a mission to go destroy this Project Starfish, like alien life form that comes to Earth and is being harnessed by like a South American government. And my geography is not good enough to know if this is a real country or not, because I'm not good at (laughs) geography. (laughs) But this Black Ops team of like Suicide Squad are being sent to destroy like all the lab and the evidence and everything. And Idris Elba's doing it because he doesn't want his daughter to get killed in jail. But he and his daughter have a really terrible relationship. And I was like, why wouldn't he just be like, just die? I guess it's like a parental instinct. But he seemed like he hated her. I was surprised he was like, I'll do this to save her life. It was a weird setup. Yeah. Okay. My my favorite character was the shark guy. And oh, Viola Davis is also in this movie as like the director of the government yes mm-hmm. and she's super good in it because she's good in everything she does so yeah duh. but yeah. there's this great scene where they're doing like the rundown of the mission and everybody's like sitting in an auditorium asking questions and the shark guy raises his hand and is all hand 
And Viola Davis is like, yes, that is your hand. Very good. Okay, we're moving. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder what that was like for her in the read, just being like, yes, yes that is your hand. So like Sylvester Stallone <laughs> in like a shark costume, because I don't know how they do the reads, but in my imagination, he's wearing a shark costume the entire time. I don't think he's wearing a shark costume. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, yeah, they go, they destroy along the way. There's a lot of mishaps because they're villains, not heroes. Right. So they always right. gently do the wrong thing, which is kind of funny and chaotic, even if it's violent right. and gross to watch. There's a lot of like, yeah, head explodey, blood, slicing through skulls, explosions, mm-hmm. yeah, action stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. There's also who made some you cool... who made you watch this because you didn't see the first one. Oh, um, my roommate slash partner's father was like, "Hey, do you guys want to hang out and watch Suicide Squad two tonight?" And I was like, you know, trying to be cool. And Patrick and I had said we we're gonna watch a movie, and here was a movie being offered to us. So I was like, "Sure, I know Harley Quinn." And DC, yeah. but I didn't know like anything about the Suicide Squad movies at all. Mm-hmm. But anyways, my favorite part was the villain, which is a giant starfish from space who like scooges out little tiny starfish out of its armpit that's shaped like a vagina and kind that's of awesome. looks like an outer space vagina because it has so many layers of skin. It almost looks like... Yeah. I don't know, like gills or like an accordion or like, you know, like a fucking fish. So, yeah. And then the starfish babies attached to the face of the host. And so it creates like all these starfish zombies, which is pretty scary because I'm scared of zombies. And like there's a military aspect to them. So they're like mobilized starfish. Yeah. I was like, man, this is a ridiculous like villain because it really is a giant starfish walking through like, yeah. a town destroying buildings but yeah. also terrifying mm-hmm. like if this really was an alien from outer space which it could and aliens could be anything anything right. we don't know aliens yep. from anybody uh i would be fucking freaked out <laughs> you know yeah. so that part was scary and then also there's a girl that controls rats she's called rat catcher too and she's pretty sweet. She's like the heart of the movie. You know, she's always like trying to befriend people. And she has a pet rat and the rat's really friendly as well. And she sleeps a lot, which I re- really respect because I love sleeping. So it was cool. Idris is hot in it the entire time. There's not a time where he doesn't seem hot. <sighs> yeah. yeah. John Cena is also in this movie. And he and I hate Idris that Elba. I hate his music, though. Uh, it's like my yeah. ex-husband. It's like, you're so hot, but I hate your music. From what I understand, and this is my impression of Idris Elba, and I've never met him, so, you know, whatever. But I heard he's kind of like a frat guy. Kind of like a... Gross. Douchey. Yeah, yeah I bet. And he... Uh, you know what? I'm going to get into it because it's so depressing. Yeah, he seems he's, he seems douchey, but whatever. So are a lot of pretty people like my ex-husband. 
So, um, probably great in bed. I don't want to talk to him about anything intellectual. And he's good in the movie. He's funny in the movie too. Yeah, he's a DJ. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, he's a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good to look at, but man. Ah, well, anyway, they can't all be Robert Downey Jr. Well, long and the short of the movie is Harley Quinn is the recurring star of the movie, yeah. and she takes down the star. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love her. I love her. I hope and she wants, I hope, please make Tank Girl. Please be Tank Girl and make Tank Girl, make it awesome like it should have been. She really has the face for Tank Girl, too. Her eyes and mouth are attitude. so expressive. Any yeah. pretty fucking girl who's tough enough could be her, but it's like you gotta have the attitude. Yeah. And if you can be Harley she, Quinn, you can be a tank girl. And she loves well, tank girl. You know, that shark guy is in the Harley Quinn animated show, and that's Ron Funches. And for a second I was really hoping yes. Ron Funches was gonna be the the voice of the shark. But this Dude, shark is definitely that. The Harley I've been Quinn? hearing real good things about the Harley Quinn. I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. It's really good. HBO Max. I don't have that. I think is why I haven't seen it. I have to fire stick that shit because fire stick is anarchy. It's the true chaos of the internet. Well, let me know if you need a little login. I will because they want, here's the thing. We pay for fucking HBO in our cable. Already, yeah. So, so you, you would have it think on we have it on demand, but it's not the same thing as Max. So there's certain things we can watch on demand with HBO, but if we want to watch like those new movies that come out on HBO Max, we can't watch them. They mm. want us to pay more. So fucked up. It's our cable provider. It's bullshit. In Xfinity, you suck shit. Take that. Well, anyway, I really yeah. Like maybe I'll shark. use your login. Yeah, I really like the shark. He's not as funny as the animated version, but he is funny in that he's so stupid, and he yeah. has lines like "bird," and there's a bird, <laughs> and you're just like, it's funny because it's a shark. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I want to see I'd it. I'd watch but it. I'm not I'd in a watch rush. It yeah, it's not a rush movie. It's a superhero movie. It, it's one of those movies I wait till Omar comes and he's like, "You haven't seen that yet?" And then we watch a whole bunch of superhero stuff, and then I'm happy. And I got my fill. Yeah. And then I watch my weird shit, like ladies eating their own fucking arms. And he's gone, and yeah, blood for Dracula with Udo Kier. You know, it's like. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good though. Well, I'll check it out eventually. I think it's worth it. Would I watch again? I will. I'll see it. I love me some Harley Quinn. I'm not gonna lie. Cool. I really would watch that. I would watch that girl in almost anything except I tried to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was so fucking bored and she was in it, but I don't care. She's barely Boring. in it. Yeah. That movie yeah. is so boring. 
The fight scene is good, but that's the only scene. I don't think I got that far. I was it's like, this is end. some misogynistic bullshit I don't care about. And I even, like I said, I love Hollywood stuff, but she was dumb. Yeah. I don't know why everyone loved it so much. I don't know. What do I know? Because it's Tarantino. He has a following no matter what. It was like, everyone was happy, like, Tarantino wasn't, like, being so crazy that they could just like him now. Like, oh, you're being sort of bland? Okay, we'll give you an award, finally. It's like, Ain't that always the way? Yep. Whatever. That's us telling you about movies. This is a whole damn episode of talking about movies. If there is a movie that you want us to review, let us know in our DM or on Instagram at the Blunt Letters because we will do it. We'll do any movie you ask us to watch. We'll do it. Yeah, even terrible ones. Yeah. Give it to us. Let us know. What what should we see? What do you want to hear us talk about? All seven of you. Come on. Someone's got to have an opinion out there. Maybe you don't. Maybe you aren't the kind of people that have opinions. But if you do, hit us up. We'll watch the thing on the video. Link in the show notes. Bop, 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 bop. Airhorn episode. So we have enough time right now that we don't need to record the bride gives groom a present, but we can if you want to. Oh, we can save that for next time. Okay, then we'll save that one for next time. Boop, 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 boop. Cool. Okay. Well, you want to wrap it up? Yes. Sweet. I do. Welcome back and thanks for listening. We're about to say goodbye to you because we've been talking about movies all night and now I want popcorn. Yes. So be sure to hit your concession stand on the way out. And by the concession stand, we mean your kitchen at your house. (laughs) (laughs) If you have anything you want to send us, like I said earlier, please DM us. Otherwise, just keep listening because we really appreciate you guys and we do see that our listenership is growing since we are now available on a bigger platform. Except for one. Yep. Except for Apple, which we're still waiting on. Come on, Apple. You can find How do you like those apples? (laughs) I don't (laughs) like those apples. Not when they're being apples about it. I like Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Spotify, and Anchor, of course. So be sure to check us out there. Seriously, guys, we love you and have a wonderful movie filled week till we see you next, whatever day this is. Monday. Monday. Monday, <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday. Okay. so we have enough time right now that we don't need to record the bride gives groom a present but we can if you want to oh we can save that for next time
Okay, then we'll save that one for next time. Boop, 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 boop. Cool. Okay. Well, you want to wrap it up? Yes. Sweet. I do. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. We're about to say goodbye to you, because we've been talking about movies all night, and now I want popcorn. Yes, so be sure to hit your concession stand on the way out. And by the concession stand, we mean your kitchen at your house. (laughs) (laughs) If you have anything you want to send us, like I said earlier, please DM us. Otherwise, just keep listening because we really appreciate you guys and we do see that our listenership is growing since we are now available on a bigger platform. Except for one. Yep. Except for Apple, which we're still waiting on. Come on, Apple. You can find How do you like those apples? (laughs) I don't (laughs) like those apples. Not when they're being apples about it. I like Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Spotify, and Anchor, of course. So be sure to check us out there. Seriously, guys, we love you and have a wonderful movie-filled week till we see you next whatever day this is. Monday. Monday. Monday, (laughs) Monday, Monday. I'm an optimist, think it will be back to normal like I say I miss. Now I can stay at home, cause I hate social shit, instead of feeling the pandemic. Back to shrimps or dicks, killer pigs and carrot bakes like before. Wear a mask at the store no more. Mm. Hoping to blow you off, instead of hiding not scared of a cough. Order delivery, cause I'm lazy. Not cause the world is COVID crazy. I'd say see you soon, but we both know that ain't true.